You are on trend with the Alumni Trending Podcast. My name is Paul Clifford, and throughout my career in higher education, my mission has been to connect alumni to what they love most about their alma mater and to activate them in ways that support the aspirations of the institutions I have served. As advancement professionals, we are leading a movement, a mobilization of alumni in support of education for a lifetime. On this podcast, you will hear the voices leading our profession, advancing our institutions, and keeping higher education strong around the world. You are going to learn and be inspired by the passion and purpose driving these advancement professionals right here on Alumni Trending. What's up, trendsetters? Welcome to the Alumni Trending Podcast. I am really excited to dive into today's conversation. We're going to be talking about the connection between student affairs and the student experience with alumni relations and the alumni experience. And we have one of the country's experts on this topic joining us today. His name is Dr. Kevin Fleming. Kevin has 20 years of expertise in alumni engagement and nonprofit management, uh, and he pairs this with an exceptional knowledge and skills within the realms of college student development and teaching. Uh, He has experience at Mount Holyoke College, Emerson, the University of Massachusetts Amherst, Bowling Green State University, the University of Connecticut, and James Madison. He has led transformations of alumni boards of directors, overall alumni engagement and communication strategies, volunteer programs, signature events, staffing alignment. If it has been done in alumni relations, Kevin Fleming has been a part of that. And I am so excited to welcome him to Alumni Trending today. My good friend, Kevin Fleming, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks so much, Paul. It's great to be here and always great to reconnect with you. Well, we are about to have what I think is probably a ridiculous 30-minute conversation here. That's what happens when the two of us get together. But you have been uh, a longtime friend and colleague back from our days at James Madison. Hey, can you walk us through your career arc and talk a little bit about why you're passionate about what we do here in higher education? Sure. Uh, My uh, career has always kind of had uh, one foot in both uh, alumni relations and student affairs. Uh, I started off thinking I was going to be a teacher, uh, but where our paths intersect is that uh, James Madison University, I had volunteered to be a tour guide for student ambassadors, uh, students serving past, present, and future. I still remember the tagline. I still think that's one of the best I've heard. Uh, So I was involved in both admissions uh, and also alumni relations. And when I graduated, I I worked as an admissions officer for James Madison University for a year. And then you recruited me up to the University of Connecticut to be in alumni relations. Uh, And as I was, I loved working with alums, But as I was doing that, I thought to myself, man, I really miss working with college students. So I went uh, to get my master's degree in Bowling Green State University uh, and had practicums in the honors program uh, as a house staff member in uh, fraternity, worked in the vice president for student affairs office and loved it. But as I was doing that, I thought to myself, man, I really miss working with alumni. Uh, So I came back to the University of Massachusetts Amherst, worked in the Alumni Association, and 
you know, have really found that alumni relations is the place where you can work with the most, the, the widest swath of campus. You can really work with uh, students, faculty, administrators, alumni. Uh, and so I really found a home there uh, and absolutely loved working with all of those constituents and, uh, you know, found my passion in, in higher ed and, and nonprofit. So that brings us to now. Yeah, it brings us to now, and it and it brings us to a, a space where you have a tremendous amount of expertise, given your both your academic and your practical backgrounds, uh, and that is the connection between the student experience and the alumni experience. Can you talk a little bit about uh, how one builds on the other, and how uh, a strong student experience leads to a strong alumni experience? Yeah. Uh... So I've done a, a lot of uh, research in my day, uh, and I think anyone will tell you uh, uh, it's been traditionally by, measured by uh, philanthropy, but the strongest indicator of someone who is going to donate is someone who has had an excellent student experience. So you can even just start right there. Uh, those who have really enjoyed their college and feel like they've, they've gotten a lot out of their experience uh, are much more likely to stay connected and give back to their university. Uh, but it really, it starts with students feeling cared for, feeling like they have had a transformative experience that has expanded their horizon. Uh, they can understand how they have developed both personally and professionally. Uh, and they, they feel connected to the people around them, to their faculty, uh, to their, their fellow students and, uh, feel like they've had the opportunity to really flourish in who they are uh, and their leadership ability. Uh, and, and that'll translate into a lifelong relationship, right? I think that that's what we're trying to, to build and sustain in alumni relations. Uh, so those who wait to get in front of students once they've graduated are really missing an opportunity. Uh, I think alumni relations can be an extension of student affairs and that they need to be involved with the student's life, uh, connecting with them while they're on campus, but also connecting them to alumni uh, while they're there, uh, because I think alumni have a wealth of, of knowledge uh, and a wealth of modeling that they can do for students on how to shape their career path, but also how to be a great community member in the university community. As I think about this topic and I think about my career in uh, higher education and, and in alumni relations, I know that the conversation never gets too far along without taking a look at resources that we have available to us. And as you know, in, in serving the institutions and the alumni associations that you have served throughout your career, resources, financial resources, human resources, time resources, um, are always are always at a premium and 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 we are maximizing and trying to squeeze as much as we possibly can out of what we have. And so when you look at the student experience and how important that is and you look at the limited resources that we have on the alumni engagement side, what's the cost effective way to making sure that there is a premier student experience that then benefits you in alumni relations without necessarily having to spend, 
you know, dollars that are designated for alumni relations on student experience? That's a great question. Uh, and I'd like to reframe our thinking from uh, sometimes there, there can be this perception that there is competition uh, within the institutional community to, to have resources and spend particularly for their constituents. But if we can reframe that a little bit, uh, I think oftentimes our goals and our initiatives uh, are aligned and can dovetail. Uh, so, for instance, you know, career services is a natural alignment of alumni relations uh, and uh, student affairs, uh, where you know, career services is charged with uh, developing the career path, the, the career skills, uh, and the opportunities that our students have. And our alumni uh, want to be involved with students' lives. They want to be sharing their expertise. Uh, and and there's an, a natural alignment there that you know these partnerships throughout campus can create money and also synergy. Uh, so you've got alumni coming back to talk about their career, to talk about how much their collegiate experience meant to their development, both personal and professional. And when an alum hears themselves seeing how much it meant to them. Uh, that's a great ask for a development officer. Uh, they feel much more connected to the institution in an ongoing fashion, uh, and it almost makes themselves realize, my gosh, this place really does mean a lot to me. And all the while, they are developing the career opportunities, the career acuity and professional uh, aspirations uh, of students. Uh, similarly, for admissions or even student retention, uh, there's a lot of students right now that are uh, you know, not having the traditional experience that uh, one might have in any other year but a national or worldwide pandemic. Um, so alumni can definitely be part of the solution of student retention, right? Uh, there's almost an even increased desire on the part of alumni to connect with students, to make them feel a part of the community, uh, and to help them uh, with an experience that is very, very different from what uh, most students have ever experienced. Um, so I, I don't know that they're necessarily competitive. I think there's oftentimes uh, you increase your resources through campus partnerships and you absolutely elevate uh, the way in which, the caliber in which you serve your students and your alumni. Excellent. Yeah, partnerships are, are key. When resources are limited, you have to increase the investment that you're making in, in partnerships. You have to increase the level of creativity that you bring to solving to solving problems and making things better. And I, I think your answer is, is spot on. You know, I'm thinking about to last year at this time, Kevin, when we were back in a what seems like much simpler times, I know that... Um, that you have been a, a prolific writer throughout your career, but you published an article called The Pots of Water is an Emerging Framework for Alumni Engagement. Take us through your thoughts on your pots of water theory. You know, what, what really occurred to me as I was writing this is our entire, uh, there's an entire profession, right, based in what is called alumni engagement. And I think if you ask anybody, even not in the profession, what is alumni engagement, 
there is some sort of tacit understanding alumni engagement is, but we have not, as a profession, even I, I defined or understood the concepts that make up alumni engagement. So it's really difficult to increase alumni engagement, to measure how well you're doing in alumni engagement, if you don't even have a definition nor an understanding of the constructs within it. Um, so that's kind of what I had set out to do, uh, is to, to really understand, you know, what makes up alumni engagement. Uh, and I've seen a couple of things surface in the industry recently. I know Case had put out an initial foray into what alumni engagement is. There's, they perceive it as four buckets. Uh, but as I look at that, there's some good things there, but it's all behavioral. Uh, it, it measures what alumni do. But there's a whole cognitive aspect, uh, you know, social emotional aspect behind alumni engagement that's not really even taken into consideration there. So I had uh, taken a look at this. To me, I had to look to a another industry, the human resources industry, to even find a definition that kind of operationalizes engagement. They define engagement as a cognitive affective state that's characterized by vigor and absorption and is relatively stable over time. And so that's from memory, but generally works. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think that that's a good way to apply engagement for alumni, right? Uh, we're trying to create lifelong relationships uh, where they're absorbed and, uh, and invested in our institutions and that they maintain that sense of engagement over time. Um, and so what I looked at, I, I did a case study of uh, interviews with, I think, eight individuals and, and looked for emerging themes about uh, engagement. And what I found was that uh, alumni engagement is the convergence of what an alumnus believes is important about their alma mater, their understanding of the resources that they are willing to invest towards the university, their assets, their assessments of the worth of their investment. There's five basic pots of water that come together to fill what I consider a huge pot called alumni engagement. So if you think about this, uh, I picture the alum as the cook in a kitchen, and they've got a number of different pots uh, on different burners, and the temperature of the water in each of those pots combined into a giant pot uh, that, and the temperature of which determines that alum's overall level of engagement. Uh, so the, the five main pots that I see, and each has their own sub-pots uh, of water, but there's personal values, right? So this is the core principle through which engagement is determined. Uh, personal values would be what are most important to me that my institution be and do. The next pot would be perceived institutional integrity, right? So I know what I think my institution should be doing. How do I perceive that my institution is enacting the values that I perceive it should be? Uh, the next pot is connectedness. So how connected do I feel with my interpersonal relationships, uh, the, the sense of community overall, or communities within niche pockets of the institution? And how relevant is that experience to my uh, to my being currently, right? Is, is it something that I still consider integral to my daily being, 
or is it something that uh, I went to college and that was its time and place and it's no longer relevant to me? The fourth pot that I picture is commitment, right? So given all of these things, uh, I may love it, but am I willing to actually commit resources towards it? Uh, how do my personal qualities affect my decision to commit to it? Um, and then the final pot is sense of fulfillment. So once I, you know, I perceive the institution, I act upon it, what sense of uh, worth is that to me personally? And how much agency do my efforts have in the direction of how the institution is, is headed? Uh, so that's an overview of the theory. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it was really fun to do. I think it serves as a good place to understand what alumni engagement is. And I think the next step to, to making it really useful is operationalizing it through surveys that, uh, that institutions can undertake to get a sense of not only the behaviors of their institution, but how are we sh shaping and influencing the, uh, the emotional and uh, perceptual elements of alumni engagement. And that's what I'm working on with uh, Prosper and, and working on with my clients. Fascinating. Good stuff. We are cooking with pots of water here on the Alumni Trending Podcast with Dr. Kevin Fleming. So you mentioned Prosper. Talk a little bit about your consultancy and uh, the work that you're doing with Prosper. Actually, it has been an amazing jump into the consulting world. I've really enjoyed it because what I'm finding is that, you know, any person who's in the industry right now will recognize that they are overworked, understaffed, and often have little time to reflect and create strategy, uh, to take a look at the whole picture and, and figure out what the best direction is. And as a consultant, I get to help carve out time to do that with my clients. And it's been so rewarding and so enjoyable. I had a boss who uh, used to use a, a parable about, you know, someone who was sawing vigorously with this old, dull saw and couldn't really get through the wood very well, but would, you know, I can't take the time to, can't stop and sharpen this saw because I don't have the time. But if you take the time to sharpen the saw blade, you're going to go a lot quicker through the, the piece of wood that you're cutting. So I, I kind of look at consultants in that fashion where, you know, you are able to help clients take stock of what's important, pick out maybe different pieces of the puzzle that they were were not really seeing, uh, and put them together in a way that is new and uh, helps them advance their uh, their agenda and, and their mission in a much more savvy, uh, prioritized, uh, and, and usually resource uh, uh, stewardship way that is uh, benefits them greatly. Um, so it, it's been it's been a lot of fun to be able to do, uh, and I'm really really enjoying the work that I've been able to to do with my clients. You know what's interesting to me, Kevin, about your consultancy is that yes, you can you can come in and do a program analysis, right? Do the interviews, talk to the right people, and put together a report that you deliver um, that's actionable for the professionals who hired you to come in and and do that work. Uh, but there's also an element of the work that you're doing that is really hands on. I think about the project 
that you and Mike Worley just worked on. Mike Worley, a uh, friend of the Alumni Trending Podcast, a, a guest on an early episode here uh, of the podcast. He is the vice president for advancement at Lander University. But this was somewhat of a unique engagement for uh, about how we think about consultants in the industry, where you actually uh, did some interim executive leadership for Lander University. Can you, would you mind talking a little bit about that experience and about that service that your consultancy provides? Sure. And, and actually, I really appreciate the question and that uh, you picked up on that. Because one of the things my partner, Alex Sneefer, and I uh, really talked about is that we want our consultancy to be a little bit unique and, and to go the extra mile for our clients in, in some ways that other uh, consultancies may be a little bit reluctant to do. So we had done an alumni engagement assessment for, for Lander University, but found that there was a need to really help them refine and prioritize what the board wants to do. Their board had a lot of, has a lot of really active and engaged members. But, but really needed some anchoring priorities to, to sort of guide their work. And so I, I jumped in to several meetings uh, and a number, probably over 35 conversations, both the, the board members and campus partners and alumni volunteers and VP advancement to really help them refine what it is they're looking at the programs that might fit at Lander that would most readily achieve what they are hoping to to have an impact on, uh, and then and then carve out what that looks like specifically for that institution. Um, so it was a really fun process. Uh, we got to really, you know, serve as leaders uh, of alumni relations for uh, several months. It's still ongoing, uh, and I'm really excited for what's ahead of them. Uh, same thing for one of our other clients. Uh, it's just uh, amazing what uh, what you can see when you take the time out to to really take a look. So there was one client that we have that we did a huge data analysis uh, and we're able to synthesize and, and over over 250 uh, alumni donors who uh, were really uh, overlooked in the potential and the opportunity that they had for fundraising. So we found almost $1.5 million of potential in that one group just by looking at their data in a, in a rigorous and a little bit different way than they had uh, previously. And that's sort of turned into leading a little bit more of their annual giving efforts uh, than a traditional consultant might. But we like doing those things. We, we not only want to help with strategy, but we want to make sure that we're not just giving a strategy, dumping it on people, and then walking away, uh, we'd love to help think through the implementation of that and be part of that implementation in whatever ways our clients would like. Fascinating. So, Kevin, uh, as a consultant, uh, you have uh, an opportunity to look at our landscape from a 30,000-foot perspective. We have a tradition here on the Alumni Trending Podcast where we give our guests the final word on the profession. So where do you see higher education advancement trending? Uh, there's a couple of things that I, I'd love to put out there. I think one is data analytics. That's one thing that our company is really trying to bring to the profession and the clients that we serve, preparing our uh, professionals 
to really understand how to use data to shape strategy. Uh, I think that there's going to be a lot more need for, for our professionals to be well-versed in uh, survey methodology, data analytics, and understanding how to use those. I would also say, coinciding with that, preparing our, our students with uh, the ability to do much more academically rigorous research, right, to, to really understand through peer-reviewed, rigorous research methods how to understand development and alumni engagement and advance our professional knowledge and acuity. And, and I would say on a global level, higher education right now, it's really changing. There is a an earthquake underneath our feet. That is, there's been a point put on it by the pandemic, but I think it was coming even before that, in which people are questioning the value of degrees, they're questioning the value of traditional in-person models evolved from that. And, and all of this has an effect on alumni engagement, right? So if someone's had a, a very non-traditional experience right now and may not be feeling safe or secure, even on that base level, given the pandemic, but so many things that are uh, we think of as a traditional residential experience are not there, I, I think alumni are actually a big part of the answer. Uh, I think we're asking the right questions now. But I do know that our alumni are the answer to many of those questions, or at least a substantial part of those questions. They can help students feel safe. They can help higher education be financially stable. They can be our, our biggest uh, proponents of what a uh, education does. And they can also help us think through how do we connect remote students. You know, this has been servicing for a while now. It, uh, while remote learning is not new, uh, it's it certainly emerged as in the spotlight lately. But it's not new, and and we need to be we have need to be thinking about how are we going to engage remote learners, right? So, I think our alumni can be a big part of the solutions uh, as we ask the right questions. Kevin, thanks for joining us on the Alumni Trending Podcast. Thank you so much. I, uh, I'm glad to be trending. I'm John Fudo, Vice Chancellor for University Advancement at UMass Lowell, and I'm staying on trend by listening to the Alumni Trending Podcast. There you go, Trendsetters, another episode of Alumni Trending. If you are enjoying the Alumni Trending Podcast, make sure you go out to iTunes or your podcast app of choice and give us a rating and drop us a review. We'd also love to hear from you drop me an email at paul.clifford at alumnitrending.com. Until next time, thanks for tuning in and keep trending.